Hello, Go Church family. Welcome to our monthly podcast. This is Roy, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Matt Hadabaugh. Hey, everybody. This month, we're going to be introducing our message, Love Like Jesus. I love this title. Now, this is a wonderful title. I know we say this every month, but the concept of loving like Jesus, why is it so important? Well, it's uh, in the title, we have the standard. Love, okay, we might get some ideas about what that is, or we might think we know what it is, but then love like Jesus, that now that introduces a standard that uh, tells us, or at least sets a bar and makes me, makes, I think, ask us a question, can we do that? And there seems to be this recurring theme in the Bible. As you're aware, as Go Church Beirut, we go to the Bible for everything. And there seems to be this recurring theme of love everywhere in the Bible that without love, everything else doesn't work. Seems yeah. to be the basis. Well, in the Word, we've, we learn that God is love. First John chapter 4 says that God is love. It doesn't say that God has love. It describes that is his nature. That's who he is. Praise God. That's just amazing. Yeah. This month, we're going to take a look what it actually means to love like Jesus. So, Pastor Matt, what does that really look like? I think that that's a good question to ask. What does it look like? Uh, or what does it make you think of? And I'll just ask you, what does it make you think of when you think love like Jesus? H how, would you, how would you describe the way Jesus loves. Well, I just try to break it down and just think, what is Jesus? I mean, Jesus is, has the essence of love. That's who he is. Yeah. And if we have Jesus living inside of us and we want to be more like him, so we got to take that love and make it our own so that we become love yeah. just like he is. And then use that love to love the people around us, to love the people that are in our communities, to love our Go Church brothers and sisters. I think that's the, best way I can see it. Yeah. And of course, that's what we say at Go Church. Go Church Beirut is your place to love, love. grow, and go. Yeah. And it's not, just, it's not just a catchy saying or something that looks good on a sign. It really speaks to purpose. And we've been looking at purpose. You know, this, this year, we started January looking at purpose-driven life. And uh, our purpose is to experience the unconditional love of God and to create a space where others can experience the unconditional love of God, right? You know, all through the month, uh, we've, we have Alpha that's going on at Go Cafe. I'm so excited about that because that is a place where people can experience the unconditional love of God. Amen. And then we've got the basics happening, and that's a place where people can grow in the love. We have our grow groups. You know, you're an integral part of making grow groups a Praise reality. God that. And that's what what is that? That's a place where we can grow in that love. And it's also that go piece too, right? Because we can go out and invite people into these different places. So this message relates directly to who we want to be and how we want to be as Go Church Beirut, which is to love like Jesus. Well, uh, one thing I'd like to add is that if you missed the message last month, 
of January, well, we do podcasts. They're recorded. You can go back and listen to them. And we talked about a purpose-driven life. Yeah. And this is to make you understand that God has a specific plan for you in your life and that you can find your plan in the word of God. Yeah. And, and the uh, podcasts from last month are great because Pastor Matt Beamer and Gilbert went through and really they were unpacked amazing. this truth where you could see it very practically. And just um, the spoiler is God does have a plan for us. Yes, he does. He does have. And it's a, and that plan is for our good because he loves us. Right. He loves me. And um, something that Pastor Matt Beamer says that I really, really like. God has already made up his mind about what he thinks about me, how he feels about me. And he loves me. <laughs> Every time I've heard that, I've just gotten goosebumps. Just I love thinking it. About it. He's already made up his mind. And, and I can't talk him out of it. I've tried. It doesn't work, does it? <laughs> he just loves me unconditionally and he loves you unconditionally. Yeah. So uh, just to ask you, what do you see these three weeks being like? So what are we going to be talking about? Well, I, you know, first in our big Sunday, um, which is going to be next Sunday, uh, we're, we're going to get together and, you know, we do this every month. And the second Sunday of the month, we meet at Vox Cinema in Hesmia, and we're going to open up this, uh, this subject and talk about it in our big Sunday gathering. Um, and, and really when we say love like Jesus, I want us to think about that practically. What does it practically mean? How does that affect our daily life? How do we apply it? How do we apply it? And, um, you know, cause it's one thing to read it. It's another thing to just, you know, hear someone talk about it. But the Bible says that we're blessed when we do the word. We don't want to be just hearers only. No. And uh, so, I mean, there's really three elements or three kind of uh, pictures we could look at, you know, from the scripture. First, Jesus loves the unlovable. And then Jesus loves irrationally. And, and then the third thing is Jesus loves in community. These three points I, I really want us to look at, not just in our big Sunday, but then in our grow groups as well. That's just, I'm, I'm just so excited about this. Especially that community part, because, I mean, I don't want to get us ahead, you know, because we want to stay where we are, but that community part is really exciting because it speaks to covenant. And that's the basis of this. Right. Well, why don't you just give us a little hint about what you mean by covenant? Well, I mean, covenant is commitment. And so love is not feeling. Love, uh, love is maybe in the, in the Western world spoiled a little bit by um, the idea of hearts and rainbows. But love is decision. And action. And action. And that is expressed, and we see it in the scripture, and expressed by Jesus as a covenant commitment to us. That's just amazing. It is. He showed a lot of action with his love, right? I mean, he, we, I mean, this is obvious that he went to the cross. Yeah. That was an action. That was love. And we're going to speak in greater detail about that in the coming weeks. We will. But I mean, the, the gospel, the gospel of Jesus, the good news of Jesus is this that 
before I could deserve it. And before I earned it, Jesus came and gave his life for me. Now that's irrational. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And Jesus forgives sinners. That's amazing. It is. If you think about it, you know, um, and I don't, I don't like to take things like that for granted. I think it's important for us to, to consider how big of an expression of unconditional love that is, because he doesn't have to, but he forgives. And he calls us to follow him and do that too. And these points are so interesting that we're going to get into in the following weeks. I mean, he loves the unlovable, the irrational. And also he loves in community. And in a practical aspect in our daily lives, we come across people sometimes that may seem unlovable. We come across people that are, they would require a love that is irrational to love them. Mm -hmm. And yet Jesus did it. Yeah. He, he loved them unconditionally. Even when they were crucifying him, he cared for them. He forgave them and he loved them. Yeah. And so this is what we want to do this month is yeah. to be able to apply this kind of love into our practical life that we can use that with our families, our communities and just love like Jesus. Yeah. Let's, let's look at what Jesus said uh, in John chapter 13. Will you, uh, will you read that? John chapter 13, verse 34. Sure. This is our kind of theme scripture for the month. And um, what, I, what I like about it is it's, it's very simple. But just because it's very simple doesn't mean that it doesn't require us to change. In fact, he's he really in this. It, he's he's asking us to change the way we think, uh, the way we conduct ourselves, and the way we view the world, because he wants us to live like him. And if we're going to live like him, we need to love like him. I think this is such an amazing scripture, which I'm going to read right now. But there's one thing I want to say before I say it is that most people in our culture have developed this, you know, this, this, this verse from the old Testament, where they say, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. But Jesus raised the bar. He raised the love bar. And he said, I'm going to read it now. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you as I have loved you. Yeah, he's the standard. He's the standard. I'm not the standard, right? am I? <laughs> I? I would have hoped to be the standard, but he's the standard. And so he's raised this, I wanna say the love bar. Yeah, he raised the love bar. You know, he's raised it so high that we wanna be like him. And, and so, um, you know, if you, go, if you go back and I, I would encourage you to uh, just, you can even pause this and look at Matthew chapter five and six. It's the Sermon on the Mount. And um, Jesus, it's one of the few times where we actually have a record of Jesus preaching to a large crowd. Most, not most, uh, the majority of the teachings of Jesus from the Gospels took place in small group sessions, just like our grow groups. Did you know that? That's amazing. And 
really when, you know, you have big gatherings, we do big gatherings every second Sunday and yes, I thank do. God for them. I'm in, I enjoy them, but the big gathering is where we cast vision. We say, this is what's possible and this is where we're going. But in those groups and our grow groups and our basics, oh, that's and where our we alpha, can grow. That's where we grow into where we see we can go. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus casts this vision uh, and he raises this bar. He said, and you should, you should go back and look at this. Um, he said, you've heard it said to love your neighbor, but I say to you, love your enemies. That's, that's pretty heavy, isn't it? For someone hearing this for the first time, love your enemies. Well, it would have been like the most shocking and provocative thing that the people that were gathered there hearing him speak, they, were, they don't, I don't even understand how that works. Um, if you think about it, the Romans worshiped a God of revenge. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the uh, people that would have been gathered there uh, listening to Jesus, they lived under Roman rule but they would have been following the teachings of Moses and the teachings of Moses provided for vengeance and, uh, and, and an eye for an eye, a tooth, tooth for, for a tooth. tooth. <laughs> and then suddenly I'm, I'm supposed to what now? Love my enemies. What, what do you, what, why? And, and, then he, and then he goes a step further. He says, pray for them. That. That is just so interesting. Imagine hearing that for the first time. Right. You know, in general, I like how he raises that bar and he says, I mean, if you love people that love you, what makes you so different than yes. anyone else? I mean, he said even tax collectors and in, in those days, tax collectors were considered it's the lowest, lowest part of society, you know, yeah. the meanest, let's say. And if they love the people that love them, then what's so different about you? And us. Yeah. What's different is that you're going to be like Jesus and have his love and love your enemies that sometimes don't love you back, is it? So I think that that's good. I want to turn over quickly. Um, and this is just to kind of draw a point to Acts chapter 11. And because um, you, you make a you made a statement there. What's so different? Yes. You know, Jesus said, if, if you only are kind and you only show love for people that love you, what's so different between you and you said tax collectors? We would say today, we'd say gangsters or criminals because that's the way exactly. they, that's the way they viewed them. Um, Acts chapter 11 is a description of the Gentile church in Antioch which today is part of Turkey. Uh, but um, at the time, this was a Roman city, very mercantile, um, very cosmopolitan, lots of different cultures, lots of different people living there. In verse uh, 26, I believe I have that right. It says, um, and the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. That's where the first Christians were called Christians, basically. Yeah. So what I think is interesting there, um, you know, 
the term Christian today is perhaps very, um, we're used to hearing it. But here, um, this is the first place that term was called. And what we see is actually, it was not the, the Christians that came up with that term. They didn't have a meeting and say, what should we call ourselves? Call ourselves Christians. <laughs> they were actually busy doing something else. They were busy loving like Jesus. So much so that the, the unbelievers, the people that lived around them, gave them that name, which literally Christ, that's the, that's the anointed one of God. That's a, that term, Christ, is actually, it's transliterated from Greek. Uh, in Arabic, it is what? Al-Masih. Al-Masih, yeah. So, and that is translated, transliterated from Hebrew, but it just literally means the anointed one of God, right? And then the eons part that they add there, uh, it actually, that suffix just means followers of or like, like this one or followers of. Well, it's obvious that they were doing exactly what Jesus, you know, with, with raising that love bar, they were noticed. Yeah. That they were given a name. They made a difference. They made a difference. There was a difference that was visible and it was so much visible, it became part of their identity. That's amazing. It really is. Um, it was uh, not initially a compliment necessarily. It was just a description word that unbelievers said, these people, they are like Christ. They are like, or they are following the anointed one of God. So you can say they actually did it practically. Yes. In, in you know, they were doers of the word of God, weren't they? There was enough of Jesus in what they did. Amazing. That people that didn't know Jesus said, those people are like him. That's now, just... you know, the question that we should ask is, is that true about me? Is that true about me? I'm working on it. <laughs> so that's what we want to do this month. We want to look at our life and ask the hard question. Am I living like Jesus? And the only way I can live like Jesus is to, is love, if, like Jesus. Is to love like Jesus. And um, the measure, the bar, like you said, Jesus raised it up. I'm not the measure. He is. Thank God I'm not the measure. No. Jesus, he said, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. John chapter 13, verse 34. The basis of all covenant relationships is the God kind of love. And I mean, if you're sitting here listening and you're saying, where are all these answers coming from? Well, this is Go Church Beirut. Our answers don't come from Pastor Matt or Roy. They come from the Bible. Yeah. So Love Like Jesus, I think this is going to be a great series for us to dig into this month. I'm excited about it. I know not only in our Big Sunday, but also in our grow groups, we're going to get into the practical aspects of what this means. We'll uh, have our podcast every week. So since we've come to the end of this podcast, we're running out of time. We just want you to know that we're so thankful that you've taken the time to listen to this. And this is just going to help you grow. And we're going to dig deeper in our grow groups. And 
if no one told you today, we just want to tell you that we love you we so much. We do love you. And we're See you friends. next week. Bless you.